Hello and welcome to I Wish I Knew That About Songwriting, the show that brings you tips, tricks and techniques that we wish we knew as young songwriters. We're going to focus on interviews, resources and subjects that you will find useful and you can use them today. Thank you so much for listening and welcome to the show. We've got the man, Dylan Martinson. I was excited to meet you. I think when I log on and I actually speak to people that are powering the show, good you are, you're listening. Um, you said you had a question, if you could. I do, I do. Uh, I, I've, I struggle a lot lately, especially after I, I got my toes wet writing songs early on, and I'm, I'm starting to get to that point where the well's not dry, to, per se, but I mean, I, it's, I just, I'm running out of ideas, running out of just the overall structure. A broad structure of us, what a, like the, the topic of a song, what a topic of, of the song should be. How would you kind of combat that? Send That'd be so, my question. I'd ask you a question. Do we do that one? <laughs> no, it's good. It's good, man. I think because it will probably just have this, this conversation on there because I want to speak to you and thank you because a bit of context yeah, is you, you know, you started funding yourself at 20 years old you quit your last job and you started playing bars clubs all over wisconsin since then you like you said you're paying taxes you got an rv you got a dog you're doing it man and i don't know there's there's not that many people like i said with your talent with your drive with your ability that are backing themselves and really putting their nose into trying to learn and you said you how long did you complete the podcasting it it probably been four four to six weeks <laughs> timeline one hey when you're spending two hours two and a half three hours in the gym you can just put that 45 minute episode and well on the next episodes on repeat you can just kind of line it up that's yeah that's that's what i'll listen to the whole time a little weird a weird song choice or weird choice to listen to to a for a typical gym goer but i like to think i'm working double time i like to think i'm getting my some like extra music stuff in while I'm also getting my workout in. It's double whammy, like being efficient. Yeah. And talk a little bit about, because I will answer your question, maybe on the show, maybe expand it, but talk a bit about what you're actually doing with yourself week to week in terms of what you're planning in the winter and what you're doing in the summer. Winter is definitely a, a weird time. It's a lot of songwriting during the winter, not a lot of shows. Even if I were to travel for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, I'd still not a lot of places are doing a lot of shows so it's coming down to recording some of the songs that i kind of squeeze in between shows during the summer and writing new ones to record i mean i was i was working on the ep we'll put it that way and i thought i had a good structure and then all of a sudden i wrote a song just a couple weeks ago i'm like damn i really like that one a lot better than this one <laughs> now i gotta figure out which to like i gotta cut one out gotta re-record i gotta start recording this one gotta stop progress on the other one Trying to figure out the best song and the best recording at the time. Yeah. And how many sessions are you spending on each song? How many hours are you putting into these songs? So I'm, I'm very lucky. I have a guy from one of the communities that I go to quite frequently. He, uh, he really likes what I do. And he, he used to be more of a, the same kind of musician I am, but in like the R and B area, uh, back in the early thousands, mid thousands, stuff like that. I split rent with four people. And I pay about 110 bucks a month to have full access to, uh, to the studio. Actually, I'm in it right now. This is where you are right now. Yeah. Cause it looks great, man. Really cool. It's nothing special, but don't, don't get me wrong. However, to go from not having any recording opportunity or availability because I couldn't have, I'm even on, even, even as a musician doing paid gigs, 
It's not like you're getting paid enough during the gigs that I'm doing <laughs> to, uh, to afford that quote unquote professional recording studio. So yeah, I've been very lucky with this. I mean, a hundred bucks, I can show up at 11 o'clock at night and work till four in the morning and pass out here on the couch, wake up, do it again the next morning. Uh, I typically do, I record once a week, roughly. I try to record once, once a, a week. week if, yeah, it's not two. Whether that be I'm, I'm tracking vocals or guitar or I'm doing both or like I was doing yesterday, I was, I was chopping up about four or five different takes because it's, it's hard as shit to do <laughs> one vocal take and have it just perfect the way you want it. So chopping There's up, so many, oh, that's what I was doing yesterday. So many things there, man. It's great because <laughs> you've got your own recording space. You're hitting once and twice a week. No wonder you're sort of running out of really genuine ideas. That's fine. Comping vocals. You can check out Perfect Vocals Academy. We spoke to him as well, John Burke. But yeah, you're going to take four or five takes to get your main one. And you've got to double it and you've got your harmonies, your extras. But you're getting into that. You're learning that. You're not being lazy like I was. And you're doing 100, what, 120 shows a year, you said? Yep. I, uh, I was privileged and lucky enough to be to have people want to see me that much this year. So uh, it was a roughly 120, maybe 122, 123, something like that. Great, man. Did my first festival this year, did two of them. That was, that was a good time. That was also a big step up from, especially as a solo act. It's really hard to, uh, that I would, I'd realize it's hard to, it's hard to get into the festival scene when, when it's just you and a guitar standing behind a mic on a, on a pretty big stage. Maybe you did that based on your songs. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Cause I, if I can do that in my second or third year, even if that's the, like, that's the peak, even if I just get to do a c- couple festival shows as a solo artist once in a while, by all means, that's not a bad. I don't think that would be the peak from what I've seen. And like I said, Emily and I, when we heard the quality of what you're producing early, but you mix that in with only a couple of years haven't been playing, plus you're doing it twice a week. I think it's inspiring and it's exciting is the word. I'm really glad you used that word exciting because that's what I want and like you said, you've got your RV, you've got your dog, 120 shows a year, you've got your studio share. I would just like you to bear in mind everyone that listens to this show and the fact you'll be inspiring them. We've hopefully inspired yeah, you to do more of what you're doing. Like you said, you brought that presence to be able to know if you want to release a song or not, but just enjoy every step, every mile. And you're not only dog playing shows. If you can add maybe a band, get your recordings up to a really solid level. Don't put out too many songs, you know, really take the time to love the ones you put out. Got a good image going, credible voice. Oh man. There are these things hanging around, you know, you just got to square off the edges and know that it's, it's a really long run. In terms of answering your question, how often do you pick up a new book or go for a walk somewhere different or go meet someone new for a conversation? That's, that's a great question. Not enough as I should. I, I've try. I've been trying these last six months or so to get into reading. Never been a big reader. Always been one of those guys that just kind of spaces out and starts having his mind wander all all over the place. But I did buy, I've bought a couple books. Don't kill that. It's a great habit. Oh, and that's kind of typically where, I, and that's, that's another place I've been lacking because I, I really, I love conversations. It takes me a little while to get comfortable with people, but to have like those in-depth conversations. I used to have one friend who was way older than me really religious i'm not a very religious religious guy but he loved asking those like why questions uh so we'd be sitting there at an open mic we'd step outside and go smoke and he'd just be like hey man like how you feeling and i'm like oh well today i'm not gonna lie it's kind of been rough he's like well why like what's 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 been on your (laughs) mind like why 
well, I feel that way. You think this is, this is it. And then he just lets me, I mean, he's like, yeah, let, he lets me open up and me just randomly babble until I feel like I hit something on the head. <laughs> hey, dude, that just there, you answers your own question because you've got that why aspect, right? But also you can talk about the experience, you know, step outside into the night. My friend is there and he's actually there to ask me why. Going to give me the space to talk until I'm done. You know, I mean, that's, that's nice. And that falls in that space. Like for those of you that don't know, he plays like a beautiful, like country cutting vocal kind of, that's conversational. You could easily talk about that. Um, you know, that kind of Thanksgiving wave of songs that are not about girls, they're about coming home and seeing mama. That same thing can be being there for your friend. It's not maybe that FGL bro country, but you kind of answered your own question there. You've got those experiences, but go and find new ones. It's about conversation. That's the one thing I wish I haven't had to, I haven't had that, uh, that friend for a couple of years. COVID kind of changed up the friend groups, not because of, of what you'd think of like the political issues or this or that. It's, it really just separated me and that friend for so long. And, uh, yeah, it just, the friendship kind of grew apart, kind of sucked. He stopped being a musician. I, he started being a pastor, all that stuff. Good for, I was so happy for him, but man, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow to be like, yeah, you telling you pretty not telling your friend, but a guy that you've had a lot of deep conversations with and shared a lot of uh, experiences with musically and just as friends. This is a guy I used to go sing karaoke with three times a week at the bar and close down the bar. So, uh, to go from that, uh, to not seeing him for two years and then getting, uh, getting a random text one day that he's getting married. And he's like, Hey, come on. I, I want to see you at the wedding. I'm like, great. <laughs> Didn't even realize he was dating that girl. But it's cool that you've answered that again. You've got not only the experience that you had with him as a friend, you could start that as like one of the four roots of an EP or something. And that second one is I haven't heard from him so long. And now you're getting married. That just sounds like a dating Sam Hunt, Morgan Wallen song. It's like, Hey, so that's cool. And I didn't mean that you need to read books. I think it's cool that you want to do that, but just that idea, right? Like going and finding new relationships with people, new conversations that tends to be what fills up the inspiration meter. Also what you said, let that mind wander and even take a week off songwriting. You don't want to dry up the, the well completely because kind of like with a car, if you empty it completely, you might do some damage, but this is a few of the ways you can do it. And they're kind of like very simple answers. I don't think I'm in my head when I try and interview people, it's like, you know, how do I blow their mind? How do I do something crazy? But really they are simple. And you know, you go to the gym, you work out, you refuel, you rest and you come back and you have a, an idea of what you're going for. But one thing I would say, which is most important to tie this off, cause it's been cool. Like I pushed this on Dylan. I was like, Hey, I'm going to get you to just ask a question. We're going to chat, but tie it off. You can never write a bad song if it's honest. And I think the best songs are honest. I know what you're saying. It's hard to find those really good jumping off points. And I'll, I'll let you say whatever you want before we close off. But just again, the fact that you reached out, the fact that you're out there, the fact that you're learning, you're pushing, you've got great talent that you're not too arrogant to want to cultivate. It's amazing. And to have people like you listen to the show and we have your second song. We'll get to that soon next week, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is there anything you want to say about your experience at the show or what you want to say to people that listen? Uh, I'm just grateful that you accepted me in the community as quick as, as it's happened. But no, I, I mean, to have, to have someone like you, I was able to, I'm able to bounce stuff off of and have a genuine, not maybe not even open ended 
that might be the wrong term, but like an open-ended uh, an answer. I mean, you're answering my question without answering my question. Let's put it that way. That's, that's, that's the best way. It's the best way to learn. And honestly, it's, I'm, I, I'm just great to, to have a, to expand my, my community network relationship. I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to, to meet more like-minded you did people. It. Relationship. That's what it is. Because it is that open mind, open-ended, I think, and open-minded is all we want. So like I said, it, it it's really, uh, humbling to open up a message from you or anyone that sends us songs and go, yeah, as a real person who really cares about something as much as me, if not more, it's gone, Hey, here's my tune. What do you think? So I want to thank you on behalf of everyone that listens to this, everyone that has listened, everyone that's currently listening to this and just the kind of guy that you are is exactly the one of people, the kind of people we want to motivate. Cause like you said, I can't do it for you. I can babble some shit at you and you can go nice, but really go and find those questions yourself like you did. So. Much love, no, Dylan. Man. We'll be hearing from you for your song. So just say goodbye and thanks. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Hello there, sweet listener. Thank you for listening to today's show. And I just wanted to say we do have an Instagram. I know that some of you guys are quite interested in just sending those private emails. And I promise you they are absolute gold dust to me. And I love receiving those emails when people get time to send them with their songs, with their questions. And mainly, I love your stories about how you're listening to the show, where you found it, what it means to you. Those are the things I'll probably take to my grave, to be completely honest. But if you want to be out there on social media, please get in touch. I wish I knew that part on Instagram. We're going to be getting stuff up on YouTube as well. Reach out, send me a DM, send me a voice note, send me a video. I want to see you guys. I want to see your shows. I want to hear your songs. Thank you again for listening to the show. If you want to be involved and get full value for your creative process, please do so. But if you're one of those wonderful people that just likes to sit and observe, I know you're out there and thank you so much for your attention. It really does mean a lot. So no need to get in touch, but if you feel like you want to be involved, please do so. Much love and bye-bye.